We serve a good God. He loves us. I believe he really does want the best for us. You know, if we could just get that down in our heart and always remember that, that, that God is, is a good God and he wants the best for me. He's, he's out to do me good, not harm. Amen. That he's always for us. If we could just get that down in our heart. I'd say we need to learn to trust the Lord more. There's so many great promises in the Bible for those that trust the Lord. And I want to go over some of those with you tonight. And I just, I, I just believe that it's something that we need to really get a hold of and understand that there's all kinds of blessings that come to those who trust in the Lord. The blessing of trust. Psalm 84 and verse 12 says, O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man who trusts in you. Blessed. That means that you are favored by God. That means that he, he is out for your well-being when you are blessed. And I'm telling you, this is how this happens. You trust in the Lord. You rely upon Him. You look to Him as your source and your supply. You're always depending on God, not on other things, not on other people. That's what it means to trust in the Lord. When everything's going wrong, when things look bad, you're trusting in the Lord. That means that you still have a confidence everything's going to be all right. Trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. You know, most of the promises of God have a condition of some type, but there are a lot of promises in the scripture that this is the only condition that you trust the Lord. Now, this is so simple, and yet we find it so hard to do sometime, but I, I'm just saying it's, it, it's simple. It may not be easy, but it is a simple principle. If we would just trust the Lord. A lot of you, I know because I'm one of you, you're carrying burdens, you're dealing with things on the inside, and you're struggling, and it'll make you old. Sometimes it'll make you sick. It'll make you grumpy. I'm just telling you, there's a freedom. Oh, there's a, a joy. There's a peace when we learn to trust the Lord. Too many, too much of the time, we worry, we fret. And it's all because we're just not really trusting him. Proverbs 16 and 20 says, He who heeds the word wisely will find good. Well, that's a good word. And whoever trusts in the Lord, happy is he. Here's one of those verses that tells us that we can be happy as a believer. Now, a lot of times we focus on the joy, but we're supposed to be happy too. And here's how that happens. You learn to trust the Lord. Now, see, a lot of the time we think that being happy is just dependent upon our circumstance. If, you know, if, if we're having favorable circumstances, then we can be happy. But when things are going bad, well, we just can't be happy. Well, not according to this verse. Here's what determines whether or not you're happy, that you trust in the Lord. Talked about this a little bit recently on a Sunday, but you see, we don't need to chase happiness. When you trust the Lord, it'll find you. 
You see, and, and it's, there's, it's not just, we're not just like, oh, well, just I'm trusting the Lord, so I'm pretending to be happy. No, when you trust the Lord, happiness is going to come on you. Because when you trust the Lord, I'm going to tell you, even your circumstances will work out and turn more favorable. Now, I'm not saying that's where your happiness comes from. I'm just telling you, though, that when your trust is really in God, he works things out. He moves in your life. And a lot of the time, you see, we're, you know, we're struggling to believe. We're trying, oh, if we just learn to trust him, just to rest in him and turn it all over to him. The Lord always makes a way for those who trust in him. So often we look to other things, other people, other means. But when we truly trust God, I tell you, he takes care of us. Psalms 18 and 30. As for God, his way is perfect. I love that truth. His way is perfect. Sometimes we struggle, we, we don't understand. Well, here's what I know, though. Whether I understand or not, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. It's proven itself over and over and over again. He is a shield to all who trust in him. You see, when we trust the Lord, he's watching out for us. He's protecting us. He's taking care of us. A simple condition here. Trust him. Psalm 32 and 10, many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord, mercy shall surround him. See, all kinds of terrible things happen in our world, and we can know that God will protect us. He'll take care of us, that his mercy is surrounding us. He's not treating us the way we deserve. Why? Because we're trusting him, and he shows us compassion. He shows us kindness. Proverbs 29, 25. The fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. You know, that fear of man, that's when you care about public opinion. That's when you care about peer pressure. And teenagers aren't the only ones that deal with peer pressure. No, adults deal with that too. You know, it, but it's, it's being concerned about what somebody else is going to think or what somebody's going to say or what somebody's going to do. And it's a snare. It'll trap you. It'll get you headed in the wrong direction. But instead, he says, whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. We don't have to be afraid of what somebody else thinks or what they're going to do to us if we don't, you know, do what they want. I'm telling you, God will keep you safe. You trust in the Lord, he'll take care of you. He's bigger. Amen. Jeremiah 17, I'm going to read 5 through 8. Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. Now, I want you to understand from the beginning tonight that when we're talking about trusting the Lord and not trusting in man, that doesn't mean that you don't trust your spouse. That doesn't mean that you don't have any friends that you can trust. It does mean that ultimately our trust is in God because people can always let you down. None of them are perfect. 
In fact, you know, I always own this. Nobody has let me down more than me. So I can assure you, I can let you down, all right? Because I've let myself down a lot, a lot of times. And I just say that because a lot of people in our world today, they think they can trust themselves. You know, they say, oh, you got to believe in yourself. No, I got to believe in God. And if I put my faith in myself, I know I'll fail. Amen. That's, you know what? Every believer knows that because that's how we got saved. We realized that we couldn't do it on our own. We had to have a savior. We put our faith and trust in him. But I just want you to understand that what he's saying here, though, is that when we start looking to the things of man and looking to people and look at the end of this, he says, whose heart departs from the Lord. You see, when we start looking to other things, our heart starts departing from the Lord. Our heart turns away from the Lord. It's when we keep our faith, our trust, our reliance totally on God. That's how we stay close to God. Verse 6, he says, the the one that puts his trust in other people, he says, he shall be like a shrub in the desert. Well, that's no good. He shall not see when good comes. Wow. You know, some people, it's real obvious they have that problem. Even when good things are happening, they don't see it. And it's like good can be going all around, but somehow they miss out. That's sad. But shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land which is not inhabited. Wow. It's rough. Life is rough without the Lord. I just, so many things in life I wouldn't want to go through without the Lord. And this is, this is what that looks like. Inha- they shall inhabit parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land which is not inhabited. But I tell you, when we look to anything else as our answer, our source, eventually we're going to find ourselves in a barren place. Verse 7, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. There it is again. And whose hope is the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters which spread out its roots by the river and it will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. I don't know what I'm going to do, these gas prices. I don't know how we're going to... It's just, you know... Preacher's meddling. I'm going to trust the Lord. It doesn't matter. Even in a drought, it doesn't matter what's going on. I'm going to trust the Lord. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to rest in the Lord. Do you know what I found about miserable people that are all worried and stressed out? It irritates them if, you, if you're not. So if I'm irritating you tonight, I'm, I'm really trying to help you because I'm just telling you, you don't have to be that way. You see, we get all wound up. We're, we're, we're trusting in our economy. You know how you can tell? Because when things don't look good, you get all upset. Trust the Lord instead. It will not fear when heat comes. Its leaf will be green. It will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. 
I'm telling you, God can bless us no matter what it looks like. No matter what's going on in this world, God is well able to take care of us and to bless us. He blesses those who trust in Him. That's who He blesses. And you see, when we stop trusting Him, we're stepping out from under the blessing. He blesses those who trust in Him. How simple is that? Now, I always like to mention this. It's this worldly thing that people say, and they even quote it like it's Scripture. And they say, well, the Lord helps those who help themselves. That is not in the Bible. My God helps those who can't help themselves. Now, I want you to hear me. I'm going to clarify. If there's things that we're supposed to do, if there's obedience that we need to do, you see, we do those things. I'm not saying that it's okay to be lazy and to shirk our responsibilities. It is not. The Bible says if a man doesn't work, he shouldn't eat. I'm telling you, the Bible doesn't support being lazy or being slothful, not taking care of business. No, it tells us whatever you do in word or deed, you do it heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men. So I'm not saying it's okay to be lazy and slobby and, you know, I'm not even going to try. I'm just going to let God take care of that's not That's not right. But neither is it right to just say God helps those who help themselves. I'm telling you, our God, he helps us in our time of need because he's good and because we trust him. You know, there there are always times when our strength fails. Times when we make mistakes. That's one of the encouraging things to me as I read the scripture is I see how that so many men and women of God in the scriptures, they had weaknesses and frailties and they made mistakes. And yet God blessed them. And you see, we need to understand this, that our trust is in the Lord, not in ourselves. We're not trusting in ourselves. No, we're trusting God. Never in man, not the things of man, not money, not abilities, not power and influence, not our strength or our wisdom, but the Lord himself. We all know about trust, really, because we practice it pretty much every day in different ways, whether we realize it or not. You know, some of us, we set an alarm clock to get up in the morning, and we trust that it will actually work. I mean... You know, some of it's a, it's a big deal. That clock better go off. It's not a problem for me. I wake up way too early every morning. But I remember when I was young, I actually depended on an alarm clock. Simple little example. But, you know, I depended on it. I knew that it would do its job better. And here's the thing. Our God is much more dependable than an alarm clock. You can always count on him. You can trust him. He will always do what he's supposed to do. He'll always do what he says. You know, you go to the doctor. You go to a doctor whose name you can't pronounce. Degrees on the wall, but you don't know if they're real or not, right? He gives you a prescription that you can't read. And you just, you know, you trust that he knows what he's doing. 
Then you take it to a pharmacist, and this guy gives you these chemical compounds, you know, in a little pill, and he tells you, you know, it says on there what you're, when you're supposed to take it and all this kind of stuff, and this, you don't know this guy either, some guy in a white coat, you know, or woman, whatever. And you take that home, and you trust that this is going to make you better and not worse. I mean, you don't even know these people. You don't, you don't know. I mean, sometimes maybe you get to know your doctor. I don't know, but that's not the point. Whether you really know them personally or not, you just trust what they say. Okay, okay. I'm telling you, we have a God who is so trustworthy. You can absolutely depend upon him. And he's worthy of our trust. He won't let you down. You can always count on him. And here's the thing. If we just learn to trust him, oh, what a blessing it brings in our life. You know, I was reading how that children laugh 20, or 30, 20 to 30 times as much as adults. That, that just really bothers me. I, I want to laugh a whole lot more. How about you? And let me tell you one of the great hindrances. We've got responsibilities. We're adults. We're worried. We're stressed. We're anxious. We need to learn to trust our Father more. Yes, we got responsibilities. Fulfill them. You don't have to worry to feel, resp- to feel your responsibilities. In fact, a lot of the time, the more we fret and worry, the less effective we are. We need to learn to trust our Heavenly Father. Just turn it all over to Him. It's kind of a silly illustration, but it goes like this. Uncle Oscar, he was apprehensive about his first airplane ride, and his friends were really eager to hear how it went afterwards, and so they they asked him if he enjoyed it. He said, well, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, but I'll tell you this, I never did put all my weight down. I can just picture Uncle Oscar just kind of being all tense the whole entire time. You know, some people are just kind of tense their whole entire life. Relax. Jesus says, come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. We need to learn to trust the Lord. Just turn it over to him and rest in him. We get all worn out and exhausted and use up all our resources and abilities and at the end of our rope and finally we said well we're just going to have to trust God that's a good place to be why not just start there why why do we wait until everything is so bad let me let me tell you this I'm telling on preachers you know sometimes they just have one of those weeks a lot of extra things came up And they just didn't really have time to prepare. And so they say, I'm just going to have to trust God today. What are you doing the rest of the time? How often does that... We're trusting in ourselves too much. We need to always be in that place where we just have to trust God. Just have to. From the beginning... You know, if we did that, I'm telling you, it would save us so much trouble, but we would see so much more blessing on our life. Blessed is the man 
who trusts in him. God wants us to trust him. And yet it seems like we trust temporal things so much of the time. Some trust the government. Not many. <laughs> well, it depends on who's in office. They trust their Social Security. They trust their retirement fund. Some trust their job, their bank account. You know, one of the good things that comes out of problems with the economy is it reminds people how uncertain riches are. 1 Timothy 6, 17 through 19 says, Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. You know, it is interesting here. He tells us, don't trust in uncertain riches. And then in the very next phrase, he tells us that God gives us richly all things to enjoy. We need to be looking to God instead of looking to our bank account or retirement account and, you know, how much equity we are getting in our house. And listen, I'm not saying that those things, you know, don't matter in the natural, but I'm saying we need to keep our eyes on God and trust God. Our trust is not in those things. He gives us all things richly to enjoy. And it doesn't, it doesn't depend on the economy, you got to get past that. As long as you think it depends on this and depends on that, you're never going to be at peace. You're never going to be able to really relax and rest and trust the Lord unless everything's falling in line for you. And how often does everything fall in line for you? He says, let them do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share, storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come, for they, that they may lay hold on eternal life. You know, when I, I really believe this, that God wants to bless us so that not only we, we have enough, but we're able to be a blessing to others. He wants us to have an abundance so that we can be a blessing. And he says, so you can share. But we need to be looking to him and trusting him. He's the source. He's the one that takes care of us. Uncertain riches, he said. If it's not eternal, it's uncertain. Mark 10, 23 and 24, Jesus looked around and said to the disciples, how hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answered again and said to them, children, how hard it is for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God. Now in this in this passage in, in Mark, he explains it's when people put their trust in riches. It's not, it's not a bad thing to have riches. No, but the problem is, is when people start trusting in their riches. You know, our money says in God we trust, but so many people put their trust in money. And I'm just telling you, if, if you look that direction, if you're looking to money, if you think that's the answer to the problems, and so many people do, it's going to be hard to be happy. It's going to be hard to have peace. It's going to be hard to really get to a place where you can laugh 20, 30 times more a day. 
Isaiah 26 and 3. Love this verse. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. How's that happen? Because he trusts in you. You see, when we really trust the Lord, we're always thinking about him. We're always looking to him. Whatever comes our way, we're trusting him. Our mind is on the Lord. And here's what happens. Perfect peace. It's shalom, shalom. It's double peace. I'm just telling you, God wants us to be in that place where we can truly have peace. So many struggle to believe, to truly trust him, to rely upon him. And they live in fear and worry. They carry this heavy burden all because they're not trusting the Lord. I want to tell you tonight that trust is a matter of character. Is he trustworthy? He always keeps his word. He always does what is right. People will let you down. People will disappoint you. People will say one thing and then they'll do another. Sometimes people will hurt you, even friends and family, even God's people. They're human. And no matter how hard they try, they'll fail you. But he can't. He is faithful. Even when we are unfaithful, the Bible says he remains faithful. He is trustworthy. Worried about the world, worried about government, worried about the job, your finances, your health, your kids. So much to worry about. I'm telling you, we need to turn it over to the Lord and trust in Him. Every situation, every problem, whatever stresses you, whatever makes you anxious, trust the Lord with it. Psalm 112 verse 7 says, He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Have you heard any bad news lately? Don't be afraid. Keep your heart trusting in the Lord. I'm trusting you, Lord. We just have bad news coming at us all the time. You know, Jesus... He didn't preach bad news. He preached good news. And I encourage you, speak good news. There's plenty of bad news. You know, all that bad news, there's enough of it on the TV and the Internet and the radio. It's all around us all day. You're not helping anybody, giving them a little more bad news. But we need to encourage each other with the good news. But here's what I'm going to... I'm trying to get across to you, though, is that when we do hear good, bad news, we need to keep our heart fixed, trusting in the Lord. I'm not going to allow that to shake me. I'm not going to allow that to mess me up. I'm not going to get all upset. I am trusting the Lord. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Easier said than done, right? But that's what we got to do. Don't be afraid of a bad report. Instead, just trust the Lord. You know, sometimes you get a bad report from the doctor. And in fact, it can sound like a death sentence. I've heard a few of those. 
Reminds me of these verses from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, 9 and 10. Paul says, yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. <laughs> Even when you get a death sentence, we don't trust in ourselves. We're trusting God who raises the dead, who delivered us from so great a death and does deliver us, in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. You just keep trusting God, no matter how it looks, no matter how bad, no matter what they say, you just keep trusting God. The famous preacher D.L. Moody once said, trust in yourself and you're doomed to disappointment. Trust in your friends and they will die and leave you. Trust in money and you may have it taken from you. Trust in your reputation and some slanderous tongue may blast it. But trust in God and you are never to be confounded in time or eternity. Amen. As long as you trust God, you're going to be all right. You know, the Bible tells us in James chapter 2 that there are, well, let me just read it. He says, you believe that there's one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? You see, we can say we believe. We can talk faith. But what it really comes down to is do you have the kind of faith that you trust him? Do your actions show your faith? Are you really depending on God? Or is it more talk than walk? It's one thing to say we believe. It's another thing to have the kind of faith that trust. There's a story about a guy named Charles Blondin. He was a famous French tightrope walker. And uh, back in 1860, he became really famous. He stretched a tightrope across Niagara Falls. It was 11,000 feet over a quarter mile. And he walked across it. And people from Canada and America both came from miles and miles away to see him do this. He, was, he walked across 160 feet above the falls, and he did it several times. Now get this, each time with a different daring feat, once in a sack, once on stilts, once on a bicycle, in the dark, and blindfolded. One time he carried a stove and cooked an omelet in the middle of the rope. A large crowd gathered and a buzz of excitement ran along both sides of the riverbank. The crowd oohed and awed, and Blondin carefully walked across one dangerous step after another, pushing a wheelbarrow full of potatoes. Then he at one point asked for participation, for volunteer from the audience. He said, do you believe I can carry a person across in this wheelbarrow? And they said, yes, you're the greatest tightrope walker in the world, we believe. Then Blondin said, somebody get in the wheelbarrow. <laughs> Guess what? Nobody got in the wheelbarrow. And this is the way a lot of believers do God. God, we believe you can do it. We believe, we believe, we believe. And God's saying, get in the wheelbarrow. I'm telling you, we need to get in the wheelbarrow. You see, some of you, it has to do with finances. Some of you, it has to do with your kids. Some of you, it has to do with 
a personal issue with you. I'm just telling you, you need to trust God. You need to get in the wheelbarrow. Turn, just completely turn it over to him and trust him. He had never, he had never dropped nobody yet. He's not going to tump you out. You're going to be all right. Oh, if we would just learn to trust him more, just to rest in the Lord. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. You can't figure it all out. You just got to trust him. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Probably the biggest indicator whether or not we really trust the Lord is whether or not we fully obey him. In all your ways, acknowledge him. You see, we've got to get to the place where we're willing to trust the Lord enough that we do things his way. And we, we show our faith by the way we live. This verse, he says, trust in the Lord. It's not a suggestion. It's a command. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. We got to decide. I don't know everything. I don't know how this works out. I just know I can trust the Lord. I can lean on Him. He's going to take care of it. I want to close with a passage from Psalm 37. One of my favorites. I think it just fits the day and the time that we live in. I guess it fit in the time it was written to. Psalm 37, beginning from verse 1, it says, Do not fret because of evildoers. Wow. We got evildoers. Don't fret because of evildoers. Nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. Sometimes we wonder... We think, oh, things are going well for them. Verse 2, For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on His faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him. And he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as light and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Oh, if we just learn to rest in him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way. Because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes harm. Wow. It only causes harm. You get all upset and angry. It only causes harm. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait on the Lord shall inherit the earth. Such blessing for those who trust in the Lord. I want you to stand with me.